everyone. Welcome to the podcast where I share my journey writing my first novel. I am a small business owner and entrepreneur living on the coast of Maine with my cat and my husband. One day I'm going to change that intro uh, to something, I don't know what, when my first novel is actually out in the world. Happy New Year, everyone. I have a few updates and a few thoughts to get through. I hope the year is starting off on the right foot for you. I hope everything's going well. I hope you're safe and healthy and taking care of yourself and not working too hard. So today, speaking of not working too hard, I'm working very, very hard. And I worked pretty hard over my break as well. So as you, as my listener, you should know. And if you don't know, I run a modeling agency and I am always incredibly busy. Um, the winter break is a time where the industry shuts down. Everyone's on break. Everyone's at home with their families. You know, they're usually in the office. This is the time where they go home, which means as an agency, we go home too. Um, for about two weeks between uh, the week of Christmas and the week of New Year's, that's when it's dead. So we shut down the agency and put an out-of-office email, all that good stuff. Um, only <laughs> those things didn't quite happen. We put the out-of-office email, but the emails kept coming. And several people, well, I think this might have been Thanksgiving, but several people were like, hey, just following up here. <laughs> and it's like, Guys, it's literally Thanksgiving Day, so maybe not. So this is usually my favorite time of year because I get a break, I get to recharge, um, and this was the busiest break I've ever had. Not saying that I was super busy on the break, but considering that there's normally maybe one or two things happening, one or two emails, um normally and this time I was booking like three or four jobs like actual job like completing jobs some people it was more work than I wanted to be doing but it was manageable I just spent maybe an hour a day for the first week no more than an hour a day the first week anyways I, I worked and at the end, Monday the 4th of January, I was so burnt out already because I have another year of this. I need to learn how to take vacation. And on top of it all, I'm also like, I was rushing my book over the break. Uh, the Last Curret, um, my most recent manuscript that I've been working on, which I did technically sort of finish as a complete first draft so there's that and the burnout is just tough and I'm trying to find ways of creating more boundaries in my life and <clears throat> by the way I was just gonna do this episode 
outside, but it was so windy when I was outside this morning. I couldn't do it because it was very cold and windy. So now I'm inside in my closet. (laughs) Anyways, I was saying, um, just burnt out. Yeah. So I hope you're taking care of yourself more than I am. I have started on transitus again. So this conversation came up around the holidays and might be contributing to my burnout, but it's also something I enjoy doing more, my writing. My my writing journey is just something that I want to do for myself. So it doesn't necessarily feel like work, except sometimes it does feel like work. So I reviewed Transitus. I sent it to an editor. The editor told me, it's great. It's publishable. So I was like, great. I still feel kind of funky about it, but let me take a look at it. Uh, Let me go through the edits that you sent me, which were just very topical developmental edits. Um, A few things with pronouns like cleaning up the clarity. Nothing major. So for the first time in several months, my first ever completed manuscript, Transitus, was something that I opened back up and I looked through, I read through over the course of four days, and I was editing as I went along. Um, not major edits, just sprucing up and then commenting commenting on sections that I didn't really like and that I wanted to spruce up later. There was a few of those, including one entire chapter that I was just like, I think this needs to be a different chapter. Something else needs to be going on here. And I hate this character. (laughs) There's basically a character that just ended up being put into the book later. And it was really just, I don't know, I wasn't excited about the character. So I feel like I can tell reading through it. And I think that the readers will be able to tell. And I know I'm too close to it. But I'm really not a fan of the character because it's very contrived. This whole character is contrived. The story is contrived. There's not substance. So the book is missing substance. My hope is that... um, So I went through it uh, four days or whatever, uh, made comments on it, and then for real, I'm sending it to the same editor who had looked at it, said it was good. I'm sending it to her to edit for real not just topical developmental, but okay, let's do this thing. Let's edit this. Let's get this publishable. And I want to say this is a whole new monster. Learning, just learning the process of editing. And I never realized, first of all, the technical aspects of the editing process. There's so many elements to consider. Um, For example, I write my books on my laptop on Scrivener. If you've heard of it, you've heard of it and you know what it is. If not, it's like Word, but fancier for writers. It keeps my stuff organized, right? So I export it from Scrivener. I send it to the, the editor for edits. Okay, I get the edits back, and she has suggested edits 
in the document, in the Word document she sends me back. Okay? If these, if the number of edits in here, and just like the commas, like hundreds, there could be hundreds of commas that need to be deleted or like added into the right spot, whatever. So like hundreds of suggestions in regards to the edits, um, grammatically, just whatever it is. And I don't want to go through back to Scrivener and edit from Scrivener cross-referencing two different documents. So I decided at that point, my document is ready to just be one clean document, one Word document. I'm going to work from Google Drive. It's easier for me. Somehow I lost Microsoft Word from my computer a long time ago. I think it was actually when my computer died. I think that was, no, I don't know when it was. I don't know when it was. Um, I documented the death of my computer on this, on this podcast, on this, this podcast series. Um, so now I'm editing from Google drive one document. It's 397 pages of double spaced times new Roman, um, some formatting is in there, but I didn't do it intentionally. The formatting will need to be cleaned up at the very end. And like the chapters and all that, I just kept the chapter title name at the beginning of each chapter. Okay, so I've got that. Now, all I have to do is click accept on all of the little changes that she made. So, okay, I go through and accept all the commas. I skip the the ones that are like, okay, you need to work on this, 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 um, make clean this up better. Okay, so I skip those comments and I just go through all of the edits that are commas and whatever easy stuff and accept those changes. Okay, and then I go through and go to the comments. And this is where you don't realize um, how, like, learning how to edit with an editor is a thing because I don't know the etiquettes. Um, I had to talk with her and ask her if, after the fact, I had already combed through uh, 200 plus pages of my document before I realized she wanted me to be tracking changes. I was like, okay, well, I'll start tracking changes from here on out. Obviously, I can't go back and track the changes that I already made. So that was one realization that I had to track changes and then also tracking changes in the document itself is a little bit off-putting for my writing creatively Um, and I think that there's still some creative stuff that needs to happen so when I started tracking changes I started getting a little bit lazier I was like um I'll just highlight this section instead of edit it I'll just make a note that I want to do something about this now, I don't know if it's standard. I don't know what sta- what is standard at all. Um, but in this new relationship I'm developing with this editor, I'm like, hey, I'm highlighting some spaces um, that I really want to work on that I think need to be much better. And I'm going to make some comments. And she found the comments really helpful. So I continued doing the comments and the highlights just to be on the same page with her as far as you know, the timeline of what this is even going to look like. Is it going to take me two weeks or is it going to take me two months or is it going to take longer? 
Um, considering I've never, literally never done this process before, I have no idea. It could take any of, I don't know. <laughs> I really just, I don't know. So, um, there, are, there were like the one chapter, there was one chapter that I'm just like, I need to rewrite this chapter. It's awful, but also I need help. So I sent it to the editor without any changes and just made my notes and it feels good to be like, okay, all of these notes are here. She's going to see the edits that I made and she's going to see the notes and then she's going to make her own suggestions based on my notes, based on my changes. Um, This is her first time, not her first time reading the manuscript, but her first time going through it with a fine tooth comb and truly editing this document. I'm really excited. Um, I'm really excited to see how this goes. Moral of the story is just that um, editing is a whole thing that you don't really think about. And like the etiquettes and just the whole entire process is a completely different beast that you're not going to be very familiar with until you get there. And then it's like taking this giant leap of faith with this editor, unless they've been vetted um, and or recommended to you, which this editor has been recommended to me. So I think it'll go well. And we'll see with this document. And, um, and then we'll go from there. And I'm just learning, learning this whole process. And I think by adding comments, um, this I think that this is an extra layer of probably if you were to get an editor, you wouldn't be sending your manuscript with so many comments. I don't know. Maybe it is standard to send your manuscript with comments, but you'd probably be just, here's my draft, and then they would send their comments. But I feel good about adding my comments and just letting her know where I'm at with the document so that we both have similar expectations of what the final document could look like. Such as some chapters I got lazy. I can see where I learned new things about my writing and got significantly better. Um, I can see where I was just lazy and like it was just dialogue and like really basic body cues and he said, she said, Um, I can see those spots where I highlighted those and I was like, I need to put detail in here. Um, and just by the way, just for clarity, this person is a copy editor. And when you say copy editor and when I hear it, I always thought that that's the person who does like just the commas and stuff, but it's a little bit more in depth than that. It's, um... You know, I could probably look up what her website website says, but it's basically line line by line, checking for clarity and for flow and um, consistency in the style and like what's going on, I think. Um, so like not developmental, but I feel like there is a developmental, somewhat developmental edit um, element to it. So... It's a learning curve for me figuring out what developmental editing versus copy editing is as well. And then I think 
I don't know if it's called line editing, but the there is one more level of um, editor who goes through and just does like grammar and making sure there's no typos and, and stuff like that. So I'm learning a lot and I'm sharing this because I hope I hope you learn something from my experience because you um you think about editing but then you don't really I never really thought of it as like a separate entity from the writing process but it really is completely different and so it's figuring out the process of editing for myself for the first time and it's very intriguing and so I think that that's very relevant for a podcast episode because you're all on this journey for my first novel and until I get my first novel out there on the market, until it's ready for purchase by you, um, this is still going to be just about my first novel. That my first, this is my journey. If this, if Transitus doesn't make it, even though it should, because I'm hiring an editor for it, I'm going to be self-publishing it. Um, if Transitus doesn't end up being the first novel, and like I go through the process with the last current that's still my first novel like this I'm so new to this um that is just I don't know I still I'm a newbie so I'm gonna be a newbie until I'm not I don't know why I'm I'm ranting about that uh so there's that I when I finished this happened late last night I finished combing through transitus and then I sent it to this editor at the beginning of this year, I sent my other manuscript that I, I finished over the course of 2021, the last current, I sent that to a different editor for developmental edits. Um, still, like, the line is fuzzy for me. Like, I don't really know exactly the difference, but I know what each editor is like, what the expectations are. Last night, I read through 25% of that manuscript, that first draft, and I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. I hated it so much. I hated it. (laughs) That made me, that made me really sad because I've been so excited about this manuscript and it really, in the grand scheme of things, did not take me very long to write, which is fantastic. And I think the reason why I hated the first 25% of it, which is as far as I got, is because it was a lot of cobbled together old scenes that I really loved, that I wanted to keep the way that they were. Um, So I cobbled together these scenes with this new plot line. And it really, when I was reading it at midnight, it really did not work from my brain (laughs) and I know that it's just a first draft too but I'm like dang it I don't want to have to rewrite 25% of this novel but if if that's what has to happen then I will and I'm I recognize that I'm too close to it as well and I'm not saying it's good But what I'm saying is I sent it to the editor. 
I need to put it out of my brain and really just get feedback from somebody else, reading the story, seeing where the story is going. They can see like from an outside perspective, looking in, um, maybe they can see where uh, where the plot line goes wrong, um, what's wrong with the plot line, what could be better for the plot line. Ever since the beginning of this entire journey, it still feels like I struggle with the storytelling element of this, the the structure, the story structure of a novel is so elusive to me. And there's like that typical traditional story structure um, on a high level. Yes, that you need to hit those points, but on a slightly deeper level where you're meeting sp- specific tropes um, like the, you know, like the formulaic Disney movie, you hit all those points you you hit um that it's just that emotional you know what i'm talking about the disney movie so or the pixar movie whatever it is there's a formula and i just and there's there's room to play with that formula and like innovate within the formula but i just don't even get the formula and then i feel like i tried really hard to hit the formula on this one a formula, not the formula, but um, any formula, <laughs> any formula that works for storytelling. And when I read the first 25% of it, I'm just like, this is not it. And then I wanted to keep reading, but it was 1230 at night because um, I had a feeling that later chapters were going to be better because I got more excited later when I was like, okay, I uh, cobbled together my Franken novel in the beginning Now I'm going to start writing from scratch on these new chapters. And I think that that's when I started getting more excited. And when I'm more excited, I feel like my storytelling is better. So this is all me learning about my process. I work better when I'm excited. And um, I don't know. So I'm looking forward to getting feedback on The Last Current to see what went wrong, what is wrong, what is right, and see how I can get it from a first draft to a second draft. And reflecting back to Transitus, I there was an extra step that I took. I had my mother-in-law, Lisa, read my, I don't think it was complete, um, but my very rough, incomplete first draft. And she gave me some feedback. And after that feedback, I rewrote most of it and then turned it into, I called it draft 1.5. But I turned it into a second draft, essentially. Something that I sent to the same developmental editor I just sent my first draft to. And then she really liked it. I don't think she's going to like this one because it's my first draft and it's like really raw. But I feel like I need to come to terms with the fact that I'm probably going to have to rewrite a good chunk of this novel to make it not sellable, but like just to make it good, (laughs) just to make it better, um, 
of the quality that I needed to be. And yeah, so it's a learning process. I'm trying to make this relevant to you guys as my audience. Um, I think the other relevant note here is that editors have timelines and schedules that are pretty extensive considering um, whatever projects they're taking on will take a good chunk of their time. So, and by this time now, Transitus, uh, yes, I finished it in, in 2020 technically and then edited it, um, for several more months. So a year and a half or so, a year, whatever. And the last current, I had about, I've got that on basically the same timeline so we're looking at a year and a half potentially to get a second draft and then like from second draft to third draft I'm still TBD on what that timeline looks like because I have yet to attempt it and I've got these two different projects in two different phases which is good um you know you're supposed to have multiple projects to work on. Um, so if one thing is out with an editor, you can be like doing X, Y, and Z on your writing career uh, during that time. For example, uh, brainstorming the next book, writing the next book, um, taking a break, <laughs> or like working on marketing, like whatever it is. You can always be working on something for your writing career. There's always something to do. So whether or not you are a full-time writer or want to be a full-time writer or spending an hour a day on writing, whatever stage you're at, there's always something you can work on. Additionally, speaking of timelines, I am still getting query replies. I'm not surprised by this at all, um, but I'm just noting that I am still getting query replies to the queries that I began in May, last May, for Transitus. Um, you would know if they were yeses because that would be big, a big deal, getting my manuscript out there to somebody, but um, they're no's. Uh, and I decided to start tracking those again. <laughs> Because I did, over the this break, send out a few more queries for Transitus to agents that maybe were in a, the same agency I already did, but maybe a different agent. Um, so I sent out a few more of those, and I'm sure I could send out more. So like that's something else. While both of my manuscripts are now in different phases of editing, I could be sending out queries for Transitus. If I felt better about the last current, I could be sending queries for that one. I don't feel great about it, so I hope to at least polish the first 50 pages before sending out the queries, um, which will be looking like end of February, early March into April, potentially. But earlier than May, which is nice. And while these manuscripts are out for editing of course my overachiever brain has started um thinking okay what's next what's next I don't even have these first two done and I'm like 
what's next? Um, and some people are like that. And I guess I'm like that, but some people do that and then they never finish a project. I'm have every intention of finishing these projects, but I am thinking, okay, what's next? I want to continue keeping, uh, a few different projects in the air, like juggling these projects. Um, and I was thinking, Ooh, what if I did a short story and like released a short story into the world in anticipation of my real stories. And then uh, I spent a whole night thinking about that. Um, and even (laughs) doing a little bit of writing, but I do not know how to write a short story. That's a whole other thing. So maybe I'll do a, a podcast episode or something about short stories, but I, I don't necessarily know how to write a short story. My imagination is too big for a short story. Like I, yes, you need an imagination for a short story, but <laughs> the concepts that I come up with are just like, that would not fit. <laughs> that would not fit in 20,000 words or less. So TBD, uh, I did have some other thoughts in regards to next steps and like ideas and what's going on in the world and like what is relevant to readers these days. Um, But considering this episode is now 30 minutes long, I'm going to leave it at that. And thank you very much for joining me as always. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I think it's really educational. And I would love it if you could please subscribe to my mailing list. Uh, I won't say how many people are on there, but it's not very many. But I have a lot more people listening to this. So if you could, it's in the podcast um, and episode descriptions, just your name and your email. And I'd really appreciate it if you want to know more about when Transitus comes out or The Last Current or whatever it is. Thanks. And... Happy New Year, and I will talk to you next time.